Hello and welcome to Gangs, Gangs That Drink, a supernatural drinking game podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chrissy Lenz, director of the Neighborhood Comedy Theater in downtown Mesa, Arizona. And with me as always is Nate McWhorter, performer and teacher and other such purveyor of things at the Neighborhood Comedy Theater in downtown Mesa, Arizona. We are both Supernatural super fans. And what we're going to do today is watch a favorite episode of the classic series Supernatural and play along with some drinking game rules. We're going to tell you what the episode is. We're going to tell you what the rules are. And then if you want to, you know, play along, you can either pause it, watch the show, play along, and then come back to us. Or you can just listen to us do the recap. It's up to you. But we are going to recap the entire episode of the show. We're going to talk about the series in its entirety now that it's been gone for over a year. We can talk about everything that happens. We're not going to pretend we don't know what happens at the end. Yeah, um, and we're gonna play along with the drinking game rules. So I, Chrissy, chose this episode, and I set the drinking game rules. Uh, I'm gonna do the recap. Nate is gonna be, you know, of course, as always, providing his color commentary, and then Nate is to do a special segment at the end. Yes, I'm excited about that. I am too. I'm very excited I am about too. it. Uh, I was also excited about this episode and this yes. game. This is season six episode 15 so we are smack dab in the middle of season six this episode is the french mistake in a world where the real and the unreal collide two brothers will find themselves on a soundstage marker jared jensen that was just great. And on that soundstage, they'll learn to live. These are words of the script. Love. I was today. And play the actors who play them in real life. You're Jensen Ackles, and I'm something called a Jared Padalecki. What, now you're Polish? And by real life, we mean on television, of course. You put makeup on us, those bastards. It's an unstoppable. It's a friggin' prop. Unmissable. Heart-pounding. Totally twisted. All hell breaks loose. Shit yourself kind of episode. Looks like we're gonna have to do a little acting. What? Action! And that's just the first five minutes. That's... Cut! Supernatural. All new this Friday at 9, 8 central on The CW. Run! Next Friday, the boys crash into a world. That was just great. Where they're not themselves. It's a TV show. Because they're themselves. You're Jensen Ackles and I'm Jared Padalecki. What, now you're Polish? Cut! Supernatural. For a longer look at next week's episode, go to CWTV.com. And here are the drinking game rules that we are playing along with. Take one yeah. drink for a pop culture reference, which includes a social media reference. Uh, take one drink for a season six reference or like exasperated exclamation <laughs> take one drink for an angel vanishing or appearing uh take one drink for 
at least they're talking. Yeah, anytime someone makes any sort of intimation of that phrase, at least they're talking to each other. At least they're talking. Um, take one drink anytime there is a real life thing, um, like Jensen's soap opera appearance or Jared and Genevieve's wedding photo. Yeah. Uh, uh, take a sip. Teeny a teeny, sip. teeny tiny sip. I cannot stress how important it is that you sip anytime someone dies in this episode. And take a shot when we see wings. Wings. Um, and then also wings. take a shot when you see a big wink. Oh, okay. Which I forgot to All include. Right. Um, yeah. Take a shot whenever you see the big wink. A big, a big wink. So I'm going to give you some context at where we are in the supernatural world. Because if you're anything like me, it's all everything is always and never. There's a lot. A lot happens over the course of 15 seasons. So season five, what came right before this was uh, the the last season they thought they were going to do. And they, you know, every season renewal was like, oh, we're lucky to get this far. So season five was the story of Michael, the archangel, and Lucifer, the archangel, trying to take over Sam and Dean as their vessels and do the big world-ending fight or whatever. Mm -hmm. So the last episode of season five, which is called Swan Song, uh, is the episode where they're they're fighting, fighting, fighting. Lucifer has possessed Sam. It's the power of love from Dean saves them question mark because Sam ends up going into the cage with Lucifer and Michael and Adam, their conveniently plotted half brother. Half brother. <laughs> Very conveniently plotted. Then season six. Sam uh, spends some time without a soul. And the main arc of this season is that they are hunting the alphas along with their grandpa Campbell, who is from Mitch Pleggy, who is best known, I think, for the X-Files. And they, so yes. they're hunting. Skinner. Oh, yes. Skinner is hunting the alphas of each species, <laughs> thinking that if they somehow could kill the alphas of each species, they would undo all of monster kind um and so that's kind and then there's of course the war in heaven and a lot of shenanigans going on with angels and crowley and castiel and that so there's a lot of it's a good time it's a good time a lot of hoo-ha with angels and demons sweet spot and so one of the sweet where we're at when we begin Supernatural season six, episode fifteen, the French mistake. We get we get a nice little recap. The then is you know shows us a lot of things, uh, including Genevieve uh, Padalecki as Ruby. In case we forgot her from way back in the day, um, right? They're on some kind of a hunt at Bobby's place. Bobby's place is our headquarters at this point in time. And mm-hmm. Bobby's out on a um, snack run because they are out of Hunter's Helper. All of a sudden, here comes Balthazar. Take one drink for an angel appearing. 
Oh, uh, in the in the then segment, you needed to do a shot for wings. Oh. By the way, are we doing this now? Are we doing that? We're doing going over what happened. You I know mean, what? I didn't while, count while what was recap. happening in the recap, but you're right. We should. Oh, I didn't. Should. should. Yeah, you should. Because <laughs> like you have, there's like uh, like two people die. At least two people die because you have like a mm-hmm. ruby death scene, and you have like yeah. Uh, and then yes, you have wings right out the gate. That's the very first thing. So like, I started this episode by doing a shot of whiskey to start the night because I was like, oh, it's in the then sequence. We're We're doing it. it. I didn't count the then sequence. That'll that'll be a point of some debate. Hey, people, let us know what you think. Should the then count? I do. I think it should count. I think it's part of the episode. I think if you if you're watch, I don't know, bonus bonus content because uh, if you want, you watch the DVDs, you don't get the then and now, it's right? True. If Depending you're watching, on you watch it, you don't necessarily get the then or now. I'm right. watching it on Netflix. Right. Yes, as am I. So uh, shout out Netflix. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Okay. So Balthazar shows up, and he's yeah. he's doing take his drink. own. Yeah, he's doing take a drink. He's doing his own walk and talk. Uh, where he's walking and he's talking. He is digging around through Bobby's um, house, you know, looking for the ingredients of a spell where he explains to the guys in a long pop culture reference that this is the scene in The Godfather where uh, Michael Corleone takes out all of the heads of the other five families. So they need to run. They need to watch out. Um, He gives them a key to... He pops in and out. Like twice, doesn't he? No, no. So he like just you take two drinks, end up taking pop. Oh, he just. Well, I thought he. I thought he literally like goes and get because like he's looking for. I thought he because he went like anyway. I man, no wonder I I was getting some drink. I was making I up reasons so. anyway. I thought I I really did think it was like three times in the scene that he literally poofs and comes back because he's like looking for different things they need for for the spell or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm crazy. No, no, I, that's why we not both, important. That's why we both watch it. <laughs> I thought he was leaving the room, but maybe yeah. you're right. Um, and he's doing a spell. I love the line. Uh, Singer really does keep a beautiful pantry. The character of Balthazar, I feel like, was underutilized. He's a fun character. He's so yeah. well acted. The actor's great. He's so sassy yeah. and charming, and I love him. So uh, there's also a great scene where he tells the boys, "You're gonna go where I throw you." whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. So he gives them a key and tells them to run. Just as Virgil, the angel, appears. And before they can fight or do anything, bada boop, the boys are shoved through the window. And they fall on these pads, these big pads. The window yeah. is rubber. Yeah. They're surrounded by the cast, the crew on a film set. And... It's Supernatural, the TV show. We get the actor approximating Bobby Singer and the other uh, writers and directors. And uh, the line from Sam and Dean is like, should we be killing anyone? Should we be running? They're not (laughs) sure what's happening, but they're on a set. And immediately uh, Jensen gets whisked away to take off his makeup and Jared gets taken away to do an interview uh, with like an Entertainment Weekly type thing yes and then so do you count that as a real thing 
for our no. baseline of like real things happening when he's being interviewed as Jared Padalecki? Are we counting that as no? I'm talking as being a I'm real about thing. Things okay, that really are true in the real real world. Like yes, he is Jared Padalecki, and he would get interviewed. But I, I'm saying like, right. oh, that really is his wedding picture. This really is footage okay. of Jensen. These really are tweets right. that the okay. actor Misha Collins tweeted out. Tweet. Yeah. That, that okay. kind of thing. Something that is true gotcha. in the real world. So if that interview had appeared somewhere, if it had been a real interview right. with Entertainment Weekly, then yes. But no, I'm talking about things that are really okay. true real life items in the real world. Gotcha. Um. Okay, thank you for the clarity. Yes, I realized that would be a confusing one. Yeah, that was the one that like, kind of the whole time I was like, I mean, there's obviously like the whole thing is real life. So like, where are we drawing the line? Like, that's what I didn't. I, I tried to make judgment calls. Yeah, and I would it, say like, it I really think. like, it's up to you. It depends on how much you want to drink. Because it's like maybe three yeah, or four things. Yeah. If you're like, no, this is something that truly happened in our real reality and it's evidence of that, then take a drink. If you wanted to just be like, oh, haha, they're doing, you know, they really, Jensen has a trailer, drink. You know, Jared has a home, drink. Right. Like, Does he really have, does he really have the fish tank or did he really no, have the fish no, no, tank no. in the and trailer? And also I, the, the no. triptychs of, Jer- of Jared and Genevieve are not real. R- okay, yeah, that was the other, I was like, there's no way those are, but the wedding, the wedding photo is real. real. Um, so that's what okay. I mean, that's the difference. Gotcha. Okay, so they realize they're on a movie set, and Jared kind of explains this is a show called Supernatural. People are watching our lives. There's a couple of fun jokes, which I think you could count, where he's like, well, who would want to watch that? And Jared says, well, not many people do, apparently. (laughs) That is a real-world thing. They're always, always, always in danger of cancellation. Um, They run into... So they're like, we gotta get out of here. They run into misha collins and at first it's they, they after praying to pass right? and then yeah. they see misha in costume walk up and they have a moment a really fun moment where they're like Cass, what's going on and he's like balthazar has sent us through the thing like he thinks he, he's in character and they're running lines which is uh which i love this moment because they just it's such a great like creative like moment like as far as like the writing of this episode goes because they give us like the information we need for like what's going on, you know, what the key is like all that, like all they, they sucker us into it. Uh, while also then having the fun mm-hmm. joke with Misha. Like I just, I, I it's probably one of my favorite scenes in the whole episode because they just like very cleverly give you this, this bit of info that you really is crucial and that you need to figure out the episode. Anyway, I completely I, agree. Uh, <laughs> and I love, yeah. I love the moments in this where you see Misha as Castiel and then you see Misha mm-hmm. as Misha and how like different he is. And I, I always thought that yes. was so cute and charming, even though like it's Misha. So one of our, my fun facts is that Misha asked specifically for the writers to make him the biggest dick possible. And they didn't think that <laughs> he didn't think that they made him enough of a dick. So he added a lot of other mean stuff of like shoving the hair lady and like you know, being rude to the interns and stuff. The kid, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. um, that's just, that's what he wanted. I but what I love is that he's like, you know, Misha Collins famously regrets giving Castiel that very deep gravelly voice. He was like, it was supposed to be a three episode right. arc and all of a sudden I'm on, you know, for 12 years yeah. and I always right. have to do this deep gravelly voice. And it's like, I, I regret that. So uh, I thought it was yeah. funny and fun. Um, and of course, I love Misha Collins as a, a 
participant in the annual Gish scavenger hunt. Mm -hmm. He is a hero, and I love him. Um, okay, so then they go into the trailer, and they're going to make a plan. And the plan is like, okay, we need to get this stuff, and then break through the window again to try and get back home. Uh, but, of course... Oh, so there is something real that happens in that moment. They watch real footage of Jensen. Real, oh, it's so on good. Days on of the our lives because they're like, let's Google who we are, and they look up who who they are, and yes, Jensen on Days of Our Lives. And also oh. another. Um, that's this is when the wink happens. So they have the footage playing in the right. background of the boys walking right up and winking into the into the camera. So that's your big wink. Yes. So is that my yeah I um glad i would have not made it to whatever i had to get to after you went someplace after you're insane no i didn't go no i really didn't okay, go anywhere i stayed home but it would have been a much worse day the next day Seriously. if i had taken a shot at the big wink um, uh my question is is that supposed to just be like a fun haha moment or is that supposed to be like balthazar's trying to give them a sign that they that they're no, i don't know like i i think it's such a weird moment it's just a fun joke a fun okay joke. That's fun. um that's fun Okay, so then they uh, they you know take the Impala. The, the cute little intern guy is like, "Mr. Ackles, please stop, please stop driving the car." Of course, it's also there's a stop sign for some reason. Um, then they get their driver and bodyguard to take them uh, to uh, Jared's house. So that is a the name his named Cliff Klosterman, which is the real name of their actual bodyguard. Um, so that's a fun real life thing. Now, do they really not talk? No. They're really best friends, and that's what I thought. Okay, consider each other yeah. brothers. Um, all right. Okay. So, uh, da -da -da, they're in Vancouver, and so when they get to Jared's, J Jen's, no, they get to Jared's house, and it's so big. He makes a joke. Boy, I'm a, I must be the star of this thing, which is a a long running joke. <laughs> That Jared is the top build person. He was the more famous at the time. And when they were first conceiving the show, it was supposed to be about Sam and like his mm -hmm. situation. And then it became about both brothers equally. But because of like whatever, whatever, Jen's or Jared's name is first on the call sheet, which means like technically in terms of showbiz, he is the star of the show. So that was kind of an acknowledgement of that, which I thought was kind of clever. Yes, I like that. And then I just loved everything in the house. Everything. And then the alpaca. Uh, the Dude, alpaca, you know, yes. Camel in your backyard. Uh, so uh, that's, you got to take a drink because he really is married to the actress who played Ruby, Genevieve Padalecki. Correct. Um, and that really is their wedding picture. Um, and I love when she comes to like give him a little like how was work today smooch. She has to climb him like a tree. She has to basically <laughs> scale him like she is King Kong uh -huh. and he's the Empire State Building, uh, which is so cute. And he did a great job of acting very confused as to why his he wife did. was kissing him. The acting that was, that's a hard thing to do, right? Like is top. <laughs> friggin notch like i don't know why they didn't yeah. all get emmy nominations for this because acting like you're acting is hard and they all pull but it then off. acting like you're bad acting but then so you have to act in one scene you're acting like you're not acting and then another scene you gotta act like you're not like you are acting really hard like we'll get to that scene but like oh yeah it's so good it they're is so and they're and they're all good. superb at it 
Uh, she's going to an yeah. otter charity auction or something. And so the boys put together mm -hmm. a plan. They're like, okay, we really do need the bone of a lesser saint. We really do need the blood of a blah, blah, blah. So they decide to use their credit cards and just buy these things. Uh, Genevieve gets and home pick them up at the and they realize that like in this world, none of the crazy stuff from the last you know, year of their life really happened. That was all just stuff that happened on the season of their show. I oh sorry, I just real quick, I love there's the the scene where Sam is like doing internet research and behind him is the portrait of Jared Padalecki. Is that real with the cowboy hat? No. The Walker Texas Ranger like foreshadowing no. portrait. No, and of course in the house no. there are the three there's a triptych of Jared and a triptych of Genevieve, which weren't real. They were made for the show and they have since been auctioned. Ah. Uh. I wonder if that Western one's been auctioned too. Probably, probably has. Because that was pretty sweet. <laughs> I uh, loved it. But I also loved it because it was like, yeah, he's going to end up playing. Uh, no, I mean, obviously, I didn't know that at that time. But uh, Walker, Texas Ranger on yep. the C-Dub. Oh, also, fun fact, the studio, when we get to see the name of the studio, it's KM Studios, which is another um, homage to Kim Manners, who uh, was the producer of this show and of many, many episodes of the X-Files. So that's a fun fact. Yes. And yes, they make references awesome. to Kim Manners all the time, which is um, pretty cool, I think. Um, obviously, he was a very beloved guy. Uh, okay, so they go to pick up the packages. They show up on the set and they're like, uh, we're going to need you to clear this set. We got to uh, do some actor stuff. <laughs> and the Bobby Singer character is like, uh-huh. Well, I, he mentions Dean Kane. He's like, listen, boys Kane used to do that kind of thing. And he was a real actor, but you're going to do your actor stuff and we're going to do our camera stuff. And that's going to be the way it is. <laughs> so then they're acting. And this is the best part. And it's of the best the scene thing. in the whole episode. It's so Jared good. And Jensen, in character as Sam and Dean trying to act like they're act like oh, Sam and so Dean. Good. Oh. And they're like they can't find their mark. They're looking at. They're the looking camera. at the camera. They look anywhere but they're the camera. What do we hands. do? And it's just great. And it's so funny to see the people who are just like, "What happened to them?" And they're like, "Oh, they're importing body parts from foreign countries. We don't really know." <laughs> Which is also a great moment. What's in the box? I bought part of a dead guy's body. And Misha's like, cool. Um, oh, also, another fun fact. Everything that Misha no. tweets, Misha tweeted. So, like, those tweets existed in yes. real time. And the joke was, like, oh, Misha's always tweeting from the set. So, the, like, for people who saw this show in real time who also follow Misha on Twitter were like, what is happening? That's funny. I thought that was cool. That's great. Um, and then, beep, bop, boop. Oh, they also, one of the producers like, well, according to Misha's celebrity tweet, they're doing this and that. I was like, oh, <laughs> yes. <that's> so, funny. <laughs> um, so then they realize <laughs> that there's no magic in this world, right? So this is a world where their life is fake. Yeah. So there's... So there's yeah. no magic, which means no angels. Well, right at that moment, take a drink. Because here comes Virgil. But also, it gets so railroaded by that moment, because I think that's such a cool 
thing that they've proposed there in that moment in the world of supernatural is that this our world exists in the supernatural mm-hmm. universe as a different universe essentially where none of the it's anyway i i thought that was like the, the deepest moment of the yeah. whole show of a very meta meta episode and everything i thought that moment where they're like there is no god it was just was yeah. pretty cool i don't know they don't say that very often in supernatural yeah. obviously so I thought well, it was and interesting. Then my thought was because Virgil also learns he can't do magic, and then they're really fighting. I felt like the punches should have hurt more, right? Because oh, yeah. many, many, many years later in the last yeah. season, we learned that they are protected by a kind of magic. Like they're not like regular people. You know, they can take those punches mm-hmm. because they have this sort of extra human luck. So like, Angel it should have hurt yeah. them to to be punching each other. Oh, the, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, I, Ooh, fun yeah. fact. The stunt guys know. are really Jared and Jensen's stunt guys. Nice. Um, and I love that they're they're like, the stunt coordinator guy is like, um, I think Jared and Jensen just killed an extra. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're on the phone with the, all the producers and the director are on the phone with the new, the voice of the new showrunner who's like, um, well, I'll come down there and talk to them and they're like well to be fair we don't really think that they know who you are because like Kripke had stopped running the show at this point and this was the right. new showrunner it's uh what's her name it's her name is Sarah. oh shoot uh Sarah Gamble uh, it's in my notes somewhere I we'll looked it up it. it was on my yeah it's on there um so Misha gets kidnapped by an angel uh, they, the boys have a meeting with Bobby Singer and he's like I th- would like you to think of me as Uncle Bob you can't come to work on poppers and you can't come up Wait, what kind of guy names a TV lines. character after himself um, and then he's like we're the real Sam and Dean where we come from we matter and he's like okay cool we can work with this we've all had our psychotic breaks we'll figure out a way around this um, hilarious Virgil has Misha and he has the key and apparently there's no magic in this world, but using throat blood to make a phone call still works. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, I, that was like, that's the one thing I was like, but you just said there's no magic. And then, yeah. So, but I guess he was like this, this might not work. It might not work. You know, he says that right before he does it. He's like, I don't know if this is going to work. It does. Otherwise they would all just try. Obviously if they can get to this world, then like messages can get out or whatever. But so they go back to Jared's house and Genevieve's like, Oh my God, someone killed Misha. And they're both just like, (laughs) where? So they find out from like the homeless guy who is, has the best memory and the most acute, hearing ever mm-hmm. that he overheard a voice coming out of the bowl say to meet at the place of the crossing at the time of the crossing and Raphael will reach through and bring you and the key home okay uh, next we get a scene ripped out of the Terminator of Virgil at the gun store so take a drink for a pop culture reference um, the boys wait for what because that for which scene one? where Virgil is in the gun store and he's like well you sure know your ordinance Right, that's like a oh, almost yeah, a, yeah. like a shot for shot scene from the Terminator. Yes, which yes, you have yes, to be yes. watching really carefully. You, I mean, you have to notice. Yeah, you know, you yeah. know. 
Um, and then so back so back on the set, the boys are like, should we stay here? You know, no hell below us, above us only sky. It's only sky. Love that line. And of course, they're like, why would we do that? Like, yeah, our lives are weird and terrible, but at least they mean something. Like, what are we here? We're just actors on a TV show. So interesting, I think. And also, like, of course, the boys would always go back to the fight. Then we get Kripke. He's on the set. That's an actor. It's not Eric Kripke. It's, it's not. not. None of the, only one of the, like, producers is the producer. Yeah. And all of a sudden, murder is on. We get a big Kripke death scene. Bob Singer gets killed. He's killing people on set. There's a moment. So he kills the stunt coordinator and he kills one of the other producers. But the French producer guy just dodges right it twice and dodges the bullet and just slowly walks away so even though that producer is french that has nothing to do with why this episode is called the french mistake it's called the french mistake because uh, uh it's a reference to the movie blazing saddles where uh two characters go through a window they break the fourth wall literally and figuratively and then there's a little dance number uh that is said to be called the french mistake and that is why this episode is called that. Um, Which makes it even a, a thousand yeah. times better. And that's also, <laughs> I mean, I would say the whole reference. title is, yeah. is a pop culture reference. But, I mean, when would you drink? I don't know. Yeah. So the boys right. beat up Virgil. They get the key back. And then they get sucked through the window to the real world where Raphael appears and Balthazar Beer appears. Mm -hmm. So drink, drink. With the perfect moment being right before the commercial break, of course, we get a callback to when the boys came through the window and the video got like distorted because of like the magic, right? And the Bobby Singer and one of the other directors are like, oh, like, you know, the signal cut out. And he's like, well, what can we do? And he's like, we'll just do a freeze frame and cut to commercial. <laughs> freeze frame in the window cut the commercial so of course that you and like when you hear that you're like oh well i know it's going to happen later on you know they're going to do it and of course they do and it's still great it's the perfect moment when they go back to their world they do the freeze frame okay. anyway i love it, it just uh, very uh, very meta uh, um so yes. then balthazar explains that the key is worthless that they were just trying to get the angels to go play fetch and that the boys were merely an adequate stick to chase. Mm -hmm. Such a good line. Such good writing for Balthazar. Like, yes. oh, I love him and I miss him. That key will open a locker at the Albany bus yeah, depot. That's great. Mm -hmm. um, and then Castiel appears. He has the weapons. They're with me. Take a drink. Um, this is the distant bad cast. This is the cast who is still like yeah. so concerned about heaven. And just isn't um, the fun, mellowed out cast that we'll get many, many seasons later. This is perhaps like the seriousest Castiel in this season and the next season. This is, is this is pre Asbutt? No, this cast? is post Asbutt. That's this is post Asbutt, but he's just not yeah. fun. But th then after this is like when he, this season is when he tries to steal yeah, yeah, all the yeah. souls from Purgatory and eventually at the beginning of the next yeah. season ends up releasing the Leviathans right um 
So if there's a fun, there's a bit of fun too, where like as soon as Castile is gone and it's just them left at Bobby's house, they're sort of replicating a bit of the scene that they shot that they couldn't do, right? So Jared like walks toward the camera, hits his mark, says his lines, <laughs> touches the wall, and it's like, um, you know, it's nice to see them acting, acting in the scene that they sort of biffed earlier a bit. Um, right. And then they're like, well, here's the bad news. We're broke. And then Jared says, at least we're talking. And that's the show. <laughs> I love it. It's so great. Uh, so here are the fun facts I didn't get to tell you yet. So Entertainment Weekly, as the show wrapped up, uh, did their top episodes. And this was episode two. Uh, they said the best ever episode was season five, episode 22, Swan Song. So the end the end of season five and the one after this is another favorite of mine which we'll do we doing very soon uh season 11 baby which is from the cars of course. Oh, such that, a good episode yeah, yeah um one of all let's see what else didn't i tell you uh i don't think i drank if i remember right, i don't think i drank for the uh, blue steel uh oh, zoolander, zoolander reference, reference. I, there's so many there's so many references like you just can't always oh the no no hell below us above us only sky is a john lennon lyric uh sarah gamble is the name of the showrunner at this point um yeah so this so according to the like a fish imdb there are only five deaths in this episode Okay, so I counted. Well, because you were counting the the thens. I counted the. I did count the thens. Uh. And and I think I probably counted. There's like he shoots someone who walks in to the gun shop. I don't know if they're counting that as a person because you don't see the person. Yeah, I probably did. Um. I probably just started counting every time he yeah. shut the gun. So this, so my count was uh six pop culture references. So that's six drinks. Uh, oh. three season six references, so up to nine. Eight angels appearing, so up to seventeen. Eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. At least they're talking. And then five. I actually got seven. Someone dies. And then one okay. shot for the okay. wings, and one shot for the wink. What about real life? Oh, I did. Oh, here we go. I yeah, I only counted three of those. Oh wow. Okay, everything makes sense. Everything makes sense it's now. Okay. Sorry, I'm back on the microphone. Uh, I first of all, I just want to say I watched this, um, and and my drinks were my, my the drinks that I had were a Topo Chico Ranch Water 24 ounce can. That's what I started out with, uh, and then because I, I ran out of that. I had to switch to the Miller Lite 24 ounce can. Uh, and for the shots, I did some Telluride distilling single malt mountain mash whiskey. Ooh, well, so that does sound like uh, that's yeah, it was it was quite it, I believe it was an afternoon and I sat and watched this and it was great. Um, as far as the rules, what I got, here's what I count and tallied up pop culture slash social media. I got 14. Oh, dang. You're, but you're uh, right. I, I wasn't counting the I, I missed the counting of the above us only sky and the and the blue steel right and then like dude looks like a lady like there's so many just like lines references to to anything 
Uh, season six, I got three, same as you. Uh, Angels in and out, I had 10, 14, 14 oh, yeah, of those. You had a lot more than me. Yeah, because I was counting again, like I think there's even one in like the, the then and now. I think there's one. I counted Balthazar three times in that beginning scene. Um, then you have when Raphael shows up, Castiel shows up at the end, and they both leave. Uh, so like I and I was drinking for in and out. Oh, so okay. Um, yeah, so I wasn't just drinking like anytime they showed up. I was doing like an exit and entrance. Well, then I think if you were, which is why that Balthazar at the beginning was like, God oh, ding. No. Well, that's why I think. So I think <laughs> if you were gonna play this game, and and when we offer it to you as a drinking game for this episode. I'm going to nix the pop culture. Well, I don't know because what would you nix? Because no, it's so I think fun I don't know to the pop culture references. So right. Nix the angels? I wouldn't nix anything. I think it's great. No, I maybe, maybe if I, yeah, if I were to nix anything, I think angels in and out would be the one, especially depending on how liberal you want to be with real life. Cause I was super so liberal. That's what we'd have with to, the real life. Just, Cause it, it's just, to me, it was a way to stuff. point out the things that are real. Like, you know, so let's right. nix that Which one. Which I think is fun. It's, uh, it's too ambivalent. It's a little yeah, vague. vague. Yeah, in this episode, in the meta episode, like, yeah. Uh, but again, I don't know. I think it's fun. And I think you can have fun with it. I, do what yeah, you want, people. Live your best life. Do but what you want. We are trying to provide uh, them with a drinking game for this yeah. episode. Um, but, and we're call an option. Do whatever you yeah. feel like. Uh, <laughs> two options I also, there. I also wanted Some, to just add the note oh. that, like, um, both Misha and uh, Jensen say this is their favorite episode. Um, I this is uh, so my goal as we go forward in this most recent batch of episodes is going to be to try and determine what my favorite episode is by picking the ones that are in the running. So this one is definitely in the running for me for possibly being my favorite episode. Okay, I would say it is. It's up there for me for sure. I love I do love I love anything that's meta and this just is obviously right mm-hmm. in there. This one's right. The in whole the thing. It's all so perfect. Yeah. Okay. On to the special segment. Today's special segment from our episode of the French mistake is actually an ode. Today's segment is an ode to one Brian Doyle Murray. And Chrissy, do you know who Brian Doyle Murray is? I know the name. I feel like I should know. Right, right, right. You should. You should. I've actually avoided saying his name all night because we've said the character several is times. one of the producers? Uh, he plays Bobby oh, Singer. the actor, yes. Brian Doyle Murray. Beloved character actor. 165 IMDb acting credits as of this day. Who knows? Tomorrow there could be more. A man whose voice and face you know instantly. But maybe not his name. Perhaps you giggle because he's the mean Mr. Shirley who only gives Clark Griswold a Jelly of the Month Club Mm -hmm. as a Christmas bonus. And as a result, he's kidnapped by Randy Quaid. Maybe you cringe because he's the arcade mogul turned public access TV sponsor Noah Vanderhoff in Wayne's World. Maybe you've seen him on the small screen in one of the plethora of TV shows he's appeared on. My personal favorite is Mr. Stavinsky, the mean boss from the early 2000 CBS sitcom, Yes, Dear. I don't know if you remember that one. It was probably pretty terrible if I went back and watched it now. Anyway, he's in it. He's also Sue, or not Sue, he's, uh, he's uh, Patricia Heaton's boss 
on the middle. He is, I mean, he was on Married with Children. Uh, I love it because in this episode, he plays Bobby Singer, but on Seinfeld, he plays a character named Mel Sanger, the father of the bubble boy. Uh, if you're a little younger, you might recognize him as the voice of the Flying Dutchman from the SpongeBob SquarePants series and video games, which is where like a ton of his IMDb oh, yes, credits absolutely. come from. Uh, yeah. Uh, and if you're older, you might recognize him from his four seasons on Saturday Night Live in the late 70s and 80s. He also was in a bunch of different movies like Scrooged and JFK and Groundhog Day. But we should all remember that aside from being one of the most prolific character actors in Hollywood, aside from the fact that he's in National Lampoon's Vacation and Christmas Vacation as different characters, aside from the fact that he is the only surviving credited writer of the movie Caddyshack, <laughs> is that he is the older brother, nay, shepherd and guide to the one, the only, Bill freaking Murray. And that is the ode to Brian Doyle Murray, with whom, without whom we would probably not have Bill Murray. So uh, I tip my cat, Doth of the Cap, to thee, Mr. Brian Doyle Murray. You are, uh, uh, so I, I just, yeah, he's everywhere. He does everything. And, he, and so like, iconic. And, and yeah, I loved him as a, Uncle Bobby. I hope you think of me as Uncle Bobby. <laughs> Uncle Bobby. And I, and I couldn't think of a better person to just play that role to, and uh, to, oh gosh and i just like he, anytime i see him in something my heart is warmed like i yeah i just and i love that he plays bobby singer in this uh and so yeah when i when you were like let's do it yeah i, I just wanted to do something on him because He's just been in so many wonderful, awesome things. And so uh, do, and, and, and with that note, I'm going to take, take it from here. I'm going to segue into previewing our next episode. Ba, 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 ba. So that was then. This so I, is next. The road so far. Next. The road ahead. Uh, as I mentioned, Mr. Murray played one Noah Vanderhoff in Wayne's World. So I will be making our next episode is going to be from season seven episode 18 entitled party on garth oh i love garth yeah garth is awesome one of my favorite side characters and this episode is very season fun seven, so episode. Uh, 18 and one, do you know eight. your rules yet yes. i do have rules right, lay them on us yes. so that our, our uh, listeners can play along all right, uh, you're going to take a sip, again, a sip, or whatever you're comfortable with, anytime a character is taking a drink. Anytime, any, this is going to be the most ambiguous rule, uh, anytime uh, you just have a classic Garth moment, and, and I'm going to say anytime like the boys have a look on their face that is like, a oh, classic Garth, that's when you're going to take mm -hmm. a drink. Uh, just one drink. Uh, someone dies take a drink take the two drinks if you remember their name pop culture reference we're gonna take a drink for that i think that's gonna be a like pretty standard it's rule a, it's, it's a on a lot of one it's, it's it is fun and like anytime we're playing any sort of drinking game like pop culture reference is always just kind of like a standard rule it's just you know and then uh is it bobby that's gonna be a two drinker you know what maybe a two drinker to a, a finisher drinker i don't know maybe i'll update on the next okay. episode but is it bobby 
is the last rule. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's uh, the party on Garth. If you know anything about the episode, the first rule should get yeah. you wasted. <laughs> if you're taking a drink, if you're taking a full drink, you'll get drunk. If you uh, if you're sipping, yep. you'll be I fine. I love Garth. I love his journey on the show, and I love where they left him. Yep. He's got such a great arc. It's early in his arc. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's only his second episode. Love it. So, um, great choice. I can't wait. Uh, so we'll be back in two weeks with that episode, uh, with Nate doing the recap and Chrissy doing Woo-hoo. a special segment, special surprise segment. So, uh, be sure to join us and, um, you know, like, rate, review, give us feedback. We appreciate it. Um, you know, we're not sponsored by anybody. This is just something that we do yet because we love the show and we like to chat with each other. So, <laughs> also, please remember when you're out there in the world saving people, hunting things, you know, the family business, do keep the most excellent podcast motto in mind. Be excellent to each other and. Party on, dude. Party on, dudes.